What is up, everybody? Matt Swifty Perry here with the Leadership Podcast. I'm so excited for our guest today. I have Noah Heron. Noah is crushing it on social media and just reaching so many people for Jesus. He's such a young leader, but so gifted and has some great wisdom. So we just have such an incredible conversation. Go ahead and share this episode with a friend. Maybe you want to screenshot it and post it on Instagram. Tag us at LeaderSwift or myself at Matt Swifty Perry and go ahead and just spread the word. But we have a great episode planned with my friend Noah Heron. We're going to jump right into that conversation. What is up, everybody? I'm here with the legend Noah Heron. How's it going today, Noah? Dude, you're crazy, man. You're the legend. It's an honor uh, to be here with you. I'm I'm doing great. I'm pumped to be here. That's 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 dope. How's Atlanta? You said it's real good weather. Oh, real good, real good weather, man. It's sunny. It's like 74. I might, honestly, when we hang up, I might go to the driving range, hit Ooh. a couple balls. Dude, it's just, it's beautiful right now, man. Are you I a big golfer? Um, I love golf and my scores are big, but <laughs> um, <laughs> as in high, as in bad. Yeah. Um, I love to play, though. I definitely love to play. I've just started. I, I moved here to Phoenix, where there's literally more golf courses than Starbucks. Like, there's golf courses everywhere. And so I'm going my, my third time this week. Uh, on Friday will be my third time ever. And so excited Bro. to just get into it. Still trying to convince my wife to let me get some my own clubs. Uh <laughs> Man, you're in you're in the golfer's heaven because you can play like year round there yeah. because of your your climate. Like I've got to get it in while I can because probably once we get to like mid November, it's going to be too cold to play here. So I'm I'm trying to play as much as possible. That's awesome, Noah. Noah, tell us a little bit about you and your leadership journey. Yeah, man. So I um I started leading. I'm 25 right now. I started leading at 21 um, on accident, kind of started a, a Bible study um, with some friends that ended up turning into a young adult ministry with about 600 college students um, in Tennessee. And um, so I was doing a lot of peer leadership, which really is all I've known my entire life um, doing young adult ministry. I'd like to still consider myself a young adult. I feel like 25 is still pretty, pretty young. And so um, that's been my journey, man, mostly leading college students, young adults. Uh, I do lead now at a church in Atlanta called Neighborhood Church that my parents actually planted here. And uh, for the first time in my life, I'm leading people who are much older than me, which has been um, challenging, incredible, uh, fun all at the same time. And so now I'm kind of stepping into that. Um, area as well as leading young adults here, but um, yeah, I've been been leading for about four years and just trying to learn as much as I can. That's awesome. That's so cool. Uh, and you just wrote a book too, right? You want to tell us a little bit about your book? Yeah. So the book is called um, the book is called Viral Jesus, and the whole idea of the book is that. You know, everyone online is trying to go viral, but to a more um, 
serious extent, I feel like people in life are trying to go viral, like mm. just trying to be successful and, you know, um, make more money and, and just whatever that looks like in whatever career field you're in or, or area of life you're in. We're just trying to go viral. And I think there's been this blueprint of going viral for a long time um, of just like working hard, you know, uh, growing a network and and uh, spending more hours in office become successful like this is it's the grind kind of algorithm of life uh and so i started thinking about that and how different that was from the life of jesus and how all these viral successful people all throughout history at best just became names in history books you know and uh if you're like me you didn't read the book anyways so um the history books uh, i was a, a horrible student and so like what's I kind of had this question of like, what's the point of going viral if your mm. life doesn't last? And um, that's kind of the premise of the book is like, instead of trying to become famous on earth and unknown in heaven, what if we took Jesus's example and tried to become famous in heaven so that we could be effective on earth? Maybe wow, that's the so true good. way viral is, is not about how many followers or how much success you have, but rather how well you follow someone's example. Yes, that's so um, good. And there's so many leadership principles attached to what you just said, right? If, If you were in a room just full of leaders, young, old, new, been doing it for a while, uh, what piece of like leadership advice would you give them? Like they're rolling up to the office on a Monday right now. Like, how are you going to inspire them just to lead better? Like, what would you tell them? Yeah, man, I, I think like as it relates to what we do as followers of Jesus, I think I, w- I would um, urge people to go back to like, I, I don't want to be more in love with my calling than I am the one who called. Like, mm-hmm. Like the people who I look up to the most as leaders are not the ones who lead the biggest ministries, although I'm, I'm very thankful for them. It, it, the people I want to be like are the ones who I get around them, and they're just so uh, epitomizing of the life of Jesus. You know, they, they just have this peace and this joy that just it doesn't seem to be fake. It seems to be genuine, and people are attracted to it, and people want to follow them like to me, those are the best kinds of leaders because it's not some regurgitated motto or, um, you know, advice. It's literally leadership that's affecting people in real time and real life. And um, to me, it's really simple that the main theme in those types of leaders' lives is that they have been with Jesus because they love Jesus. And so, um, you know, there's, there's this, uh, I, my wife and I, we took premarital counseling and um, highly suggest that to any uh, people engaged listening to this podcast. Yeah. But we were there and our our pastor, he said, um, he said, hey, the key to a good marriage is you have to like think of it as this triangle where like you and your wife are the bottom two corners of the triangle and God is the top one. The closer you can get, uh, the closer you can get to the top one the closer you're also going to be getting to each other and like the stronger your marriage is going to be. And I really have taken that example and applied it to leadership as well. Like if one corner of the triangle is you and the other corner of the triangle is being a great leader and Jesus is at the top of that triangle, 
the closer you can get to Jesus, it's also like the further you're going to get towards that great leadership um, corner of the triangle that you're wanting, if that makes sense. Uh, and it's not going to be like something that you get burnt out on or something that is not who, who you are. It's just going to be natural and something that people want to follow. That's so good. What's that look like in your life? Like take us into what that practically looks like for you. Yeah, man, I, it's a great question. I think like you have to figure out ways to change your rhythms. Like I'm obsessed with like daily rhythms uh, because I think like people who are flash in the pan leaders, um, what I mean by that is like, you know, they've become a great leader overnight because their ministry grew really fast or, um, you know, they were on a podcast that blew up or, or just some like exterior factor. I think they have to kind of adjust on the fly and learn how to handle um, that success. But I, I want to produce like systems and rhythms in my life that ultimately lead and make sure that I am following, falling more love in, with Jesus every single day. So, um, you know, a big practical one is like my morning quiet time, which I know, you know, most people listening to this podcast probably have, but something that I've changed about my quiet time is I have a built-in five minutes of silence every day. Um, you know, I used to read and, and then, you know, maybe I would listen to a, a message or listen to worship, like on my way to work afterwards or whatever. And I just kind of started feeling convicted that my relationship with God was very one way. It was like a telephone. Um, I'm sorry, it was like a megaphone instead of a telephone where I'm just like yelling at God and telling him about all the stuff in my life. And then instead of waiting to see like what he was going to say back, I would just like hang up the phone, you know? Um, whereas I, I, this silence has really like caused me to slow down and like listen and just enjoy the presence of God um, first thing in the morning and just kind of refocuses my priorities and, and that stance of like, man, I like what good is being known as this great leader if it's not real, if it's not genuine, if it's not going to last. Yeah, that's so good. That can be so hard as a leader in our culture, right? And you hit on it so well with, with Viral Jesus, your new book. But it can be so hard to look at our, our accolades, accolades and chase success instead of mm. chase Jesus. Yeah, yeah. And, dude, and the thing is, it's like I, I think Jesus talked so much about motives and desires, like so much of what he preached about um, on the Sermon on the Mount and, and all these different times where he was with the disciples. It was all about motives and desires when you really look at the core. And I think that was very obviously it's Jesus. Everything he did was intentional. But I think it's because worldly worldly goals lead to weak Christians. And so like if our goals are just to be like everybody else and just like, you know, bigger, bigger, more, more, you know, um, grind, grind, it's it's not ultimately doing anything in the kingdom of God, which is the kingdom that we were designed to make an impact for. And so if we can just switch around like and make sure our goals are aligned with Jesus, like the things we're running after are truly aligned with Jesus. Not only do I think we'll be more fulfilled and happier at the end of our day, but I also think that that allows room in our lives for God to truly bless what we're doing. Yeah, that is so good. 
Yeah, you just gave such a great word. Uh, is there any last kind of thoughts that you want to give or just a way to encourage a leader who's listening to this? Maybe they're just going through that hard season. They're trying to figure out what do I do now um, that things are starting to get back uphill. Um, what, what's, what's some advice that you have for, for some leaders to encourage them? Yeah, I think my encouragement would be that your investment into the people that you are leading is so much more than um, impressing them. And I think that's just like something that we as leaders oftentimes feel like we need to do, like we need to impress the people we're leading so that they'll want to follow us and, and all these different things. And, and it can, it can lead to a lot of pressure on us. You know, like we, we feel this pressure that we've, we've got to be doing better and we've got to be doing something that's impressive so that they'll want to keep following us and all this different stuff. And, I think this pandemic and just what God's been speaking to me personally is like, man, if you would just stop worrying about impressing people and just spend a little bit more time investing into people, um, that's what's going to cause people to want to follow you. Not anything you say with a microphone in your hand or the way that people see you on social media. It's truly about the investment. And that's taking a lot of pressure off. Um, of my life in leadership and, and I hope that that does for someone listening as well that's so good Noah where can they find you on social media and order viral Jesus <laughs> oh man I'm on social media at Noah Heron uh, Instagram Twitter uh, my wife and I are on YouTube and um, and all that stuff and then uh, the book Viral Jesus is on Amazon. Just search Viral Jesus. Noah Heron will be the first one that pops up, man. Amazing. Thank you so much for hanging with us today. Dude, it was an honor. Thanks for having me, bro.